When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. at the Labor Cup presented by Allstate. It is a day that many hoped would never happen. The farewell for Roger Federer playing his final professional match. A career that spanned nearly a quarter century with more than 1,200 wins, 103 titles, and 20 majors coming to its competitive conclusion tonight. And doing so alongside his biggest rival, Rafael Nadal, we will be celebrating the greatness that is Roger Federer all show and all weekend. This is how it started. Roger and Rafa playing doubles together for the second time. Did so at the Labor Cup in 2017. The O2 Arena in London. A place where Roger Federer has won more than 10% of his entire matches. And then in the end... Losing in a match tiebreak to Team World, the emotions pouring out for Roger Federer as we welcome you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Tennis Channel once again proud to be the exclusive home of the Labor Cup. What a night, what a moment. Steve Weisman alongside Hall of Famer Martina Navratilova. We've got current top 40 ATP player Riley Opelka with us and the Hall of Famer Andy Roddick as well. The remarkable career of Roger Federer with one final night of resplendence. A lot to get to here. We want to get your thoughts on what happened tonight. I'll start with you, Martina. What did you think of that final match? I'm still reeling because uh, when the, it was over, you know, Roger was so close to winning it, and all of a sudden it's done. And then he starts crying, and then Rafa's crying. I'm like, we're all crying. The emotions were just too much. Uh, Rafa couldn't handle it. And, you know, he wanted it so much for Roger. But, you know, it's not about tonight. It's about the appreciation that he got from the crowd, from his peers. I think that perhaps means more than anything in the world. And he had his whole family there. It's just such a wide birth of emotions that it's really hard to keep thinking about what I need. I need to actually hit the ball. So uh, Roger did a great job with that tonight. A, a celebration for Roger Federer. Last year, you were playing in the Labor Cup. And then this year, you're calling Roger Federer's final match. What do you think of it? I mean, it's an honor. Growing up, you turn on the tennis channel, and he was on every big match. Uh, he just did the way he had it handled his career on and off the court is just phenomenal. He's the perfect role model for anyone and everyone. And tonight showed it. And um, like I said, the whole world stopped for Roger's last match. Um, and that, not many people in the world have that ability to do that. Andy, Roger said he, he would have liked for you to be in London. Obviously, you played so many times, had so many emotional moments with Roger Federer. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's tough to put into words, Steve. Um, honestly, I, I, I absolutely love and respect uh, Roger Federer. Um, I don't say that about many people that ruined my life for a decade. <laughs> um, he, he's just the, uh, the, the epitome of class. You know, it's easy to see the sadness. It's easy to hear 
you know, in, in people's voices and you can see the tears. But what also just stood out was the absolute respect that that his peers uh, were giving him that he has commanded and not in a way where it's like, you will give me respect. It's been earned over time mm -hmm. on the court. Yes. But in the locker room. Right. Uh, things as little as as picking up your stuff when you leave, thanking uh, the, the locker room attendants when you're done uh, at a tournament, the things that he does when no one's watching, tipping well uh, for the people that have taken care of you for two weeks in Melbourne. All of those things uh, are almost more impressive than, than the actual title count, uh, of which there are many. But uh, for me, it's what he does when no one's watching that will be his legacy. Just a champion on and off the court. Let's take you through the final match for Roger Federer, playing for the first time in 14 months, teaming up with his longtime rival and Fred. The bromance is so strong. Rafa Nadal taking on Jack Sock, Francis Tiafo, Team Fedal. They met 40 times in singles, nine in major finals, Andy, playing together for the second time. Yeah, and this was this was great to see them working together. Uh, their camaraderie is on full display. Uh, this was one of the weirder things I've, I've ever seen. Uh, hitting the ball through that hole. Uh, you know, only Roger Federer has accuracy like that, Steve. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you know, so it's absolute great to see him in full flow. The rest of us kind of get stiff and look weird uh, when we get older. He still looked fluid, still looked like he was moving, still looked like he was enjoying it. Serve probably wasn't what it used to be, maybe because of the knee, but man, this was fun to see him in like still has the hands, as Martina mentioned uh, during the broadcast. Uh, the, the quick reflexes, they were all there. The spot serving, obviously, Francis got a hold of, of that one. And, uh, you know, a credit to Francis and Jack. It's never, busy, busy, uh, it's never easy uh, being the person who's trying to shoot Bambi. But uh, they were in that <laughs> position tonight. Roger, you could see maybe they been bothering him a little bit when he was extended. Uh, but, frankly, no one cares how anyone played tonight. This was an absolute uh, celebration of Roger's career, his impact on the game, him playing. This was ridiculous shots I've ever seen, oh, by the way, from Jack. Uh, went through his partner's leg, and he was able to pick it up on the on the half volley. Um, and it's just weird. As you're watching these rallies, you're going, you know, this could be the last time he hits a volley winner. Is it going to be the last time we hear a roar uh, for Roger Federer, the, uh, the, old, the type of roar that only he can create? And it's just fitting that it was here in London at the O2 where he's had success, but also uh, a short uh, taxi ride away from, from Wimbledon where he had so much success. Obviously, this London crowd, like every crowd in the world, uh, has loved him for almost two decades now. Uh, Jack finishing it off there. Doesn't matter who won, who lost. Jack and Francis played great. This was an absolute celebration. I'm happy he was able to share it with Rafa Nadal and happy uh, he was able to share it with the rest of us. Thank you, Roger Federer. Thank you, Roger Federer. Well put, Andy Roddick. And uh, as we can see, the emotions pouring out there as this is what the maestro has done. 20-time Grand Slam champion owns Grand Slam records, 369 wins, 46 semifinals, 58 quarterfinals, 103 titles, 1,251 wins. He has never retired in 1,526 singles and 223 doubles matches during his entire career. You see the money, more than $130 million, 310 weeks at number one in the world. The most consecutive weeks, 237 from 2004 to 2008. This was not a win for Roger, but it was a victory for the sport of tennis. Here's Jim Courier after. Yeah, you've created so much history in this sport. You, you've really done so much, and so much of it has happened 
And it's beautiful that it's happened with guys that are on the bench with you here. How special is it to have not just Rafa, Andy and Novak, you guys have all been so important to the sport and for this special night for you, they're here with you wearing the same uniform. That's got to be pretty sweet. It is amazing. It really is. Um, I, I didn't want it to, to feel lonely out there. I felt lonely for a second when they told me to go out or you wanted me to come out one more time. And it felt great, but uh, to be saying goodbye in a team, I always felt I was a team player at heart. Singles doesn't really do that a whole lot, but I've had a team, um, you know, that traveled with me for around the world. It's been amazing with them. So thanks to, to everybody who made it work for so many years. And then, of course, being on the team with Andy, Thomas, Novak, Matteo, Cam, Stefanos, Rafa, and uh, Casper, um, and also the, all the other teams. You guys are unbelievable. It's been a pleasure um, playing all these Labour Cups. And, uh, and it feels, uh, and, it, and it does feel like a celebration to me. I wanted to feel like this at the end, and it's exactly what I hoped for. So thank you. Wanted it to feel like a celebration. That's what we're doing, celebrating Roger Federer. Martina, you're one of the only people on the planet that can kind of relate to, to what Roger's going through. What is that like to, to be a GOAT and, and to play your final match? I think the specialty of it was that the family was there and the peers, he was able to celebrate with them. He didn't play his last match competing against somebody. He was able to play his last match celebrating with the opponents and his teammates. And as much as this is an individual sport, it does take a team to keep you going. And then it took this kind of a team to make it really special on his last night playing. Riley, what do you think of the fact that we had the big four all together on one team? Never seen that before. Yeah, what a unique situation. Only Labor Cup can really bring it out. I mean, look at this video here. This is unbelievable. Merka, I mean, she's also, like, been a face of tennis, too. I mean, she sat through more matches. You know how many times the camera switched to her in the most nerve-wracking moments of tennis? And... She's been through through the ringer with that guy. So a uh, very special family. And um, like you said, the fact that the big four were there with him was, was unbelievable. Like the mutual respect, mm. as I'm sure Andy can relate, you share moments with those guys, good or bad. It, um, it just elevates this bond, I think, between them. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, they're all trying to beat each other. But I think that's why they're so close. Andy, speak to that, the, the fact that he was able to play his final match with arguably his greatest rival, but also one of his great friends. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the relationship on a personal level between Rafa and Roger uh, is certainly something that Martina can, can relate to. Um, they almost invented that dynamic with, with Martina and Chrissy. And I think Roger and Rafa ha have so lovingly kind of carried that torch. But, but you know, Rafa, uh, Roger wants to be out there with the people that, that he uh, competed against. You know, uh, he made Novak better. Novak made Rafa better. Rafa made Roger better. They ma made each other more, more complete players. And as Riley was mentioning, it's moments like this where you kind of are able to take a step back, take a macro view and realize that we are all a family on some level in this weird little tennis world in this tour. We're, we're selfish day to day, but I think looking back on a career, you're thankful for those relationships. You're thankful for the, for the cheers that a, a certain person gets. Uh, those all become familiar feelings and uh, kudos to Roger for, for really enjoying it and uh, making it about his team and a true class act, even on his night, on his retirement, where all eyes are on him, what does he do? He brings his team out to take a bow with him uh, at, at the end of the thing. So I, I think that just goes to show uh, where his mind is at uh, a lot of the time. And um, on a personal level, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to have shared 
uh, some of the the biggest stages with Roger. It never went my way, but um, classy in defeat, and he was classy in victory also. And I'll, I'll always be thankful for the respect that he's shown me also. I think the great ones appreciate greatness, and they make, and it takes great ones to make the great ones better. And uh, because you can only be as good as your opponent, and these guys showed that respect for the sport, for each other, and uh, for for the championship qualities that they embrace. So yeah, this was a special, special night. A beautiful night. Great to see them all pushing yeah. each other. And this is Roger Federer with his family. He's got the kids there as well, and taking a victory lap around the O2 Arena in London. I mean, this night all for Roger Federer. As we saw both Team Europe and Team World. There's. Mary Jo Fernandez, Tony Godsick, longtime friend and agent, partners with teammate. And how great that the kids can are big enough to appreciate what their dad is all about, and they could share in that. Absolutely. Uh, to your best friends, Taylor Fritz and Tommy Paul, there for this. What, what were they saying to you before this match about what it was going to be like to be a part of this? Yeah, actually, Tommy FaceTimed me uh, before uh, the match. Um, Team and and Murray said the atmosphere was just absolutely insane. And he said it was just this weird feeling. It's like weird, you know, sadness, but also intense rivalry kind of. The team world wants to win at the end of the day. It's, it's Roger's farewell tour, and, you know, the, the night's all about him. But make no mistake, McEnroe is brutally competitive, and, and I guarantee you they were prepping for, for this moment. It's tough, you know. Like, like uh, Andy said, you don't want to shoot Bambi. And Sock and, and Francis got put in a – Brutal situation as well, and it unfortunately, you know, I don't know. I didn't know who I was rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> We're all rooting for Roger, as, as we can see in the end. And, Andy, I'm curious what, what your emotions were. We saw Rafa crying. We saw Roger shedding tears. What were your emotions watching this match? It was hard. It was, it was just this mixture of, of, you know, sadness, respect, happiness at the same time you know and then sometimes you would get lost in what was actually happening in the match and these glimpses of brilliance and it all felt familiar like no different like no time had passed um it, it's just uh it, it was it was crazy to see i absolutely love that he was with rafa for this last match um i, I loved watching them on switchovers laughing and joking and it, it's in, in a weird way steve the ultimate sign of respect for rafa is that he completely fell apart right we've seen the guy <laughs> never lose a french open final uh he's been so money for his entire career but then when he wanted this moment to be even better for roger federer that actually made rafa nadal nervous that's the respect that he has uh for roger and in, in a weird way uh, it was actually really sweet and and kind of full of respect. The fact that Rafa kind of fell apart a little bit um, there at the end, but I, I'm glad it happened this way. Uh, I'm glad we could celebrate Roger uh, one last time, and I and more most importantly, I'm glad it's the way that Roger wanted it, like he said. Absolutely, and we will continue to celebrate Roger Federer throughout this weekend, throughout this show on the scoreboard, Riley, as you mentioned, to all. Uh, we haven't seen this for a long time. Team World is in it. It's a unique situation. We've always been down 3-1, 4-0. Let's see what tomorrow brings. The matches are worth two points. It's gonna, I mean, Novak's going to come into the mix, and Felix, Fritz. It's, it's going to be an unbelievable day tomorrow, that's for sure. The night session, Martina, coming through for Team World. Yes, they did, and they had to. And uh, again, we got a match. I mean, a, 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 an event now where it's much, much closer. We'll see if the Team World can continue their uh, underdog role. Now that, that all the emotions are over, Andy, mm -hmm. with Roger Federer, Team World, what do you, what shot do you give them to win this thing? 
Yeah, I mean, we're talking about how it's 2-2, and Jack Sock had every chance of winning that first match. It could be uh, a 3-1 situation, but this is this is what's needed uh, in this event. I mean, it's been Team Europe has been such a good team for, for so long, and so I, I think also, in a weird way, Roger playing tonight uh, almost let the, the event go on uh, kind of in its actual uh, way, right? So where it's not so much about a retirement, but now it can kind of shift back. Obviously, we're going to celebrate Roger throughout the entire weekend. I mean, hell, he built this event, so uh, he's always going to be uh, be a part of it. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion he'll probably end up being a captain very, very soon uh, for, for Team Europe. Um, but it, uh, it, listen, Team World uh, came to play tonight, and listen, every sporting event is more fun when it's competitive and when every match uh, counts towards the final scoreline. Heading into day two, all square, two apiece, Team Europe, Team World. And as we know, Roger Ferry is going to be on the bench. He's going to be coaching a lot. We love to see when Roger, Rafa, Novak, Andy are, are coaching the young guys. A lot more still to get to. We've got more live tennis coming up. Bottom of the hour, the quarterfinals from the ATP event in San Diego. Plus, the ladies in Tokyo and Seoul. That's coming up later tonight, early tomorrow morning, depending on where you are as well. That is our schedule, but on TC Live... It is all about the maestro himself. The Fed farewell continues. More tennis greats reflect upon the legendary career of Roger Federer. Don't go anywhere. TC Live is presented by Allstate, protecting you from mayhem. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Martina Riley, Steve, back on TC Live at the Labor Cup presented by Allstate. Taking a look at our schedule for day two of the Labor Cup at the O2 Arena in London. We've got a couple singles matches, 8 a.m. Eastern is when it all starts. And then, of course, 2 p.m. Eastern, the night session, followed by doubles play as well. Roger Federer will not be in the lineup, but he will be ever-present. As for his career, don't be sad because it's over. Be happy because it happened. Tennis honors the great champion. Roger, what more can you say? I mean, the guy is just an absolute legend. The legend, Roger Federer. As a whole, he's the best player to ever pick up a racket and the most natural tennis player I think the sport will ever see. Because of him, we see, I think, now tennis at the greatest spot ever. Stunning. Just to see him push the sport to new limits, that's why everybody after him, in Novak and Andy, Rafa, uh, everybody excelled and then tried to be better. Now they'll make room on the mantle for another. There's nobody more fun to watch than Federer, and no one who could come up with the shots he could, could come up with. Oh, can you believe it? He looks like he's doing everything without effort, you know, like it's just really smooth when he's playing, and the fact that he loves the game, I think that's the secret. He loves to play tennis. Of all the gifts that tennis has given me over the years, the greatest, without a doubt, has been the people I've met along the way. He was just 
Everyone's idol growing up, one of my idols growing up, he just embodies like tennis. Me as a kid, I was just in front of the TV with my eyes uh, glued to the TV. He'll be best known for how he conducted himself, not only in interviews and with the media, but I think more importantly with his peers in the locker room. Definitely the most well-liked player of all time and, and rightfully so. The amount of people that have been moved by the way that he's played and his presence, the way that he's represented the sport, he means a lot to many. He's a complete role model on and off the court with the fans, people, foundations, work, and I don't think we'll ever see someone that was able to get the crowd in their hand like Federer. You guys, you fill the stadiums, you make me nervous, you make me go out and practice and uh, just like to thank you. Tennis already misses Roger, but his legacy is going to live on for a long, long time. So that's going to be a very sad day once he departs because he was the best of the best. It's the biggest hope, I think, of most people in the sport that he'll stay involved, he'll have some kind of role and be some kind of part of it because I'm not sure tennis will recover once it loses Roger. I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart to everyone around the world who has helped make the dreams of a young Swiss ball kid come true. Finally, to the game of tennis, I love you and will never leave you. He's interested in other people. He's interested in other things that go on in life other than a little fuzzy tennis ball. So when he stops hitting that little fuzzy tennis ball for a living, it's going to be a sad day for all of us. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pretty happy day for him. And we love you, Roger. Certainly. Happy to hear the fact that he is not going to leave the game of tennis. Martina Navratilova, Riley Opelka, Steve Weissman back with you here on TC Live. Uh, Martina, you've been watching the game for a long time, and, and you've seen Roger for the better half of the last 25 years. When did you first recognize the, the greatness that could be in Roger Federer? When I saw him at Wimbledon beating uh, Pete Sampras on center court, serving, volleying, out, out hitting him. And, uh, and then I remember seeing Roger Agassi said, no, he's not going to be that great because his strike zone is too small. He misses too many balls. I'm like, just wait and see. <laughs> he's, he knows exactly what he's doing. And, and, Riley, you never actually got to play Roger on the court, but you did get to meet him a while back, maybe the last time that he was taller than you. Uh, <laughs> when you met him in 2007, what do you remember about that? Everything. I mean, that just shows how special he is. I do. He, I remember he, he had lost early that year at Cincinnati to Karlovich. I was in the ele elevator at the Marriott in Cincy. Five days later, I thought he'd already skipped town, and it was late, and I was getting off the elevator, and, and there he was. And it was 10 p.m., and my mom was with me, and we got a picture, and I didn't sleep that night. <laughs> You still got the hair back then. You got it now. Yep. It, it, I had the RF hat on, too. I remember Sam Query signed it, and I didn't ask for him to, and I was very upset at him. Sam signed your RF hat. My RF hat, yeah. Ruined it. Yeah, he ruined it. <laughs> I remember I got that hat that day. Query signed it, and I met Roger. So it was, uh, yeah, that just uh, this was a long time ago, and Sweet. I'll never forget it. You had a big racket bag on you already back then. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I was just small. I think I just make the bag look small now. <laughs> Federer earned his first ranking point September 22nd, 1997. That was less than a month after you were born. Yeah. Which wow. is pretty incredible. Martino, what, what, what's your best memory of Roger Federer? I mean, it could be on court, it could be off court. Well, I have a few because uh, I've known Mirka before she met Roger because my father coached her. So we have kind of a 
family connection there. But uh, I got I was lucky enough to spend a lot of dinners with Roger and also played mixed doubles with him. So I hit with him. And, uh, you know, that's something that you cannot uh, pay for. So I'm fortunate, uh, concerned myself extremely fortunate for that. In the locker room, obviously, you look up to a lot of different players, and this generation has been something special. You've gotten to share the locker room with arguably the greatest of all time. What, what's the feeling in that locker room towards Roger? His aura is crazy, but I can't believe how, how smart he is. I mean, I, just how aware he is of, his, of everything. I think he had just won his 100th title in Dubai, I want to say, and I had just won my first title in, um, in New York, at the New York Open. And, and I didn't want to bother Roger or go up to him and congratulate him. You know, everyone bothers him. And he came up to me and congratulated me on the New York Open. And I was like, he's like, your first title is always, you know, the, sp the most special. And, and I was like, yeah, I can imagine 100 is probably pretty good too, you know. <laughs> but I just remember him come up to me before, because I, I just didn't want to bother yeah, him. I thought it was right. so, I was like, how does he even know, you know? And he, he, even know, he even knew who I beat in the final. And it's just remarkable. Yeah, he's really a student of the game. He loves the sport so much. He follows everything. He'll watch any tennis match out there, and he knows the players. He knows the results. Men, women, juniors, he knows it all. So I'm not surprised that he did that with you. Yeah, yeah, it was special. That's so cool. Uh, which is more special, the first or the 100th? Mart Martina would know. <laughs> I don't know which one was the 100th, but uh, I'm sure the first. Cool. Then you the remember first the first. I the remember first. the first. Make me feel Roger knows. I remember the first. I hugged a pole. I had I had a light pole on the court because there was nobody to hug. I was alone. I didn't Aww. have my, you know, it was 1974 and I was 19 years old and I hugged a pole <laughs> in Orlando. Here we wow. go. Orlando. Yep. Wow. The memories coming back today on TC Live. Of course, more Roger Federer content on tennis.com where you can get your hearts content. Steve Tigner, the generation gap at the Labor Cup. David Kane revisiting the 2009 Roland Garros when Roger completed that career grand slam. And of course, a photo gallery with Roger and Mirka. You saw how emotional Roger Federer got when discussing his wife and his family at the Labor Cup tonight. Hey. Look at that. Two goats bidding farewell just weeks apart. What an honor to witness this generational greatness. More talk on Roger Federer, the Labor Cup, and more straight ahead. Welcome back to TC Live. We are leading up to the bottom of the hour. Quarterfinals from San Diego. Great to have some pro tennis back in San Diego. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Jensen Brooksby in action first, followed by another American, Brandon Nakashima, taking on Daniel Galan. Time now for an update from our friends at Bloomberg. This is a special Bloomberg update for Tennis Channel. U.S. stocks are poised to fall for a second straight week. The move lower comes as the Fed raised its key lending rate by three-quarters of a percentage point. And central bankers around the world tighten monetary policy, all in an effort to fight inflation. The S&P 500 is trading near June lows and is down over 20% this year. Goldman Sachs has slashed its target for the S&P 500, saying the benchmark index will end the year around 3,600, saying even a recession could push stocks even lower. Bank of America is also bearish on equities, advising investors to seek refuge in cash. Meanwhile, the UK has announced the biggest tax cuts in 50 years, crashing the British pound as well as government bond prices. Liz Truss's new government will reduce taxes on rich households and companies in an effort to boost economic growth. 
The new measures are set to cost the country over 160 billion pounds, raising concerns about more inflationary pressures as well as more government debt burdens. From New York, Kriti Gupta, Bloomberg News. Thanks so much. Action earlier this morning from Mets, the quarterfinals. American Seb Corda playing his first indoor event since the next-gen finals last year, Riley, taking on Italian Lorenzo Sanego. Sanego is a streaky guy. When he's on, he's not a fun one to play. He's got a great serve, great forehand, and he's got good intangibles. He's really tricky, throwing the dropper well. Obviously, to play... Corda, who I think is one of the better returners in, in the game right now, and um, to beat him in, in straight sets and, and not uh, not lose serve means you must be doing something something really well. He saved both of the break points that he faced, got a couple of breaks, had five aces in this match. Here's triple match point, closes it out. Hasn't dropped a set all week. Took out Aslan Karatsev, Jill Simone, and now Seb Corda. He will play the defending champ, Hubie Hercotch in the semifinals next. And then uh, the big four in London, but the man who would be a part of the big five is in Mets. Stan Vavrinka just beat the big one, Martina Dino Medvedev yesterday. Could he back it up against Michael Emer? He certainly did, and he did it in three sets. He did it in style. It was a, a battle all the way through. There was no easy points, no easy sets. Emer wins the second set, but Stan says, never mind. Okay, I just beat Medvedev yesterday in three, and now I can do it again. This youngster. Closing off the net nicely. That one-hander was paying off for him beautifully. And uh, gets that one match point with a tie break. And he makes it pay. What a tournament for Stan Wawrinka. Stan the man back again. And the ladies over in Seoul. Emma Raducanu trying to make her first semifinal since winning the U.S. Open last year. Playing Magda Lynette Martina. Lynette struggled a bit physically. Needed treatment on her right thigh halfway through this match. Well, Lynette was just in the finals last week, and I think she's a little beat up. Uh, but uh, Emma Raducanu, now that the US Open is over, she can just kind of start afresh. And she played really well at the big points. She, this match was closer than the score. It was 6-2, 6-2. But uh, Raducanu made the most of her opportunities on the break points. And Lynette, I think, just a little beat up at the end as uh, Raducanu looked much better since uh, well, this summer. She's looked much, much better than the rest of the year last year and this year. Hasn't dropped a set this tournament. She said, I think it's pretty cool to make my first semifinal and build my way on tour the right way to go through the stages. Exactly. I think she just burst on the scene, as we know, and it's been a rough year for her. But uh, I think she's uh, she's a little more relaxed now, and she can just play ball. And as she said, take it one step at a time rather than taking the elevator exactly. to the top floor, which is what she did last year. <laughs> which was wild. Ma making history yeah. at the U.S. Open. She'll take on Yelena Ostapenko for a spot in the final. We've got Riley Opelka with us this weekend, current top 40 player on the ATP Tour with a career high inside the top 20. But you're here because you're recovering from a hip injury that you had suffered earlier this summer. Last tournament you played was D.C. How are you feeling, Riley? I'm feeling well. It's been an ongoing thing. Um, we've known about it for the last year and a half that it's an issue that would need to be addressed at some point. Um, so I had surgery uh, about four weeks ago. Um, so it went well. It's, um, you know, there's no metal in there, um, which was, a, you know, that was my first concern when I found out I needed a surgery. But I should be good. It's just going to be a, I'm going to be patient with my recovery. Um, you know, it's early on, but hopefully, you know, an Indian Wells or a, 
is kind of around that time frame, more or less, maybe earlier, maybe later. But um, at this point, I'm just trying to take it day by day and, and get my range of motion back. That's, that's the biggest thing. And, and also to let the body know that it's okay, that the hip is okay now. So you have to kind of re-engineer it to think that, you know, to know that it's okay to doing the, doing the movements and everything. But, you know, I've been through a few knee surgeries. So less is more and listen to the rehab person. Don't overdo it. Less yeah. is more because then you set yourself back. It's just not worth it. Totally. Yeah. And six months is, in the grand scheme of things is, is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. In terms of last year, listen, you were in Boston being a part of the Labor Cup. Uh, how, how much does it hurt to not be there and a, and a part of this this year? Yeah, I mean, it's the I think it's one of the most special events. I think it could be the biggest honor in, in tennis to be invited to play in that atmosphere. Uh, you take the 12 best players in the world, you put them all in one room and mm. there's going to be something special there right. in, in that weekend. And memories I'll never forget in Boston with with the guys, you're you're some of my best friends I grew up with, especially this year, if I could have been there with Francis, Tommy, and mm. Taylor, those are my boys. I, I've, I've lived with them and I've grown up with them since I was 12 years old. Wow. They're like family to me. Very cool. I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm having FOMO. <laughs> um, we've been on FaceTime a lot. They've been keeping me in the loop of things and um, I'm sure the, they're having the best time. Well, well, it's good to have you as part of the Tennis Channel family. So, so welcome to, to a new family. And, uh, and, and having you, you killed the, the first commentary, calling a really historic match. Yeah, I mean, it's great to be here alongside Martinez. Unbelievable for me. I mean, Martina, Roger, it's a lot of greatness in, in, um, in one session of tennis. So it's an opportunity. It's a blessing for me. Um, and, I, yeah, there's no other way I'd want to spend my downtime than, than watching tennis. I miss it. And um, I, I'm excited to get back. I know it's a long way away, but... What better way to spend it than here in Washington Labor Cup? Absolutely. Well, we're, we're excited to have you here, and uh, obviously we want to see you back on court as soon as possible. We've got the social net. This is a little segment we do, Riley, uh, what's trending on social media. Another one of your boys, Maggie McDonald, uh, posting this photo with Roger Federer. I, I believe you – I don't know if you commented on this one, but you did make a, a funny comment on one of these photos. Yeah, I've, I've posted on a lot of them. <laughs> Mackie's got more picks with Roger than than anyone. Maybe more than even Merka. I don't know. <laughs> Poor guy. We joke around. Every practice, there's we say Mackie's calling the paparazzi on himself whenever he's with Roger. <laughs> he's the Roger hog. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's known Fed for a long time. Roger actually commented, loving the sock tan line. You can see that there, Martina. See the... The it's pretty severe. Of, of Mackie? Yeah, they almost look unhealthy, but uh, you know that's tennis players' uh, tan lines. <laughs> At least that's he's being proactive and working on it there. That's right. But he's to cover up the rest of the legs to even it up. Got to wear the three quarters tights and then just yeah. keep keep the feet free. Uh, how does Roger Federer warm up for his final match? Well, uh, how about some ping pong in a tux? I mean, serious James Bond vibes against Diego Schwartzman, and I mean he's he's just as good at table tennis, Riley. There's nothing that, I mean, he makes everything look natural and smooth. He's just that guy. We joke around. I mean, he's, he's literally perfect. <laughs> what do you think, Martina? Well, no footwork, but, you know, he's got the hands going, so he doesn't need footwork. And this is some big forehands, and this one, Diego can't handle it. I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, hand-eye, hello, and, and wrist, and, yeah. And, and then he does it in a tuxedo. Really? Yeah. Not fair. Riley, you're a big fashion guy. What do you think of the fit? Roger can make anything anything look great, but he's one of the best dressed I've ever seen uh, throughout his career. It's actually fun looking back at the old the old pictures from back in the day. He's so stylish. Yeah. 
as Riley said, he is perfect. Well, what, what doesn't he do right? Uh, take a look at our schedule tomorrow. We've got the semifinals, Tokyo and Seoul. That's 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Of course, the day session from the Labor Cup starting 8 a.m. Eastern. TC Live is your bridge show tomorrow. The three of us will be back getting you set for the night session at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then San Diego and Tokyo. I mean, it is a full day on Saturday here on Tennis Channel. Back with more after this. Martina Riley, Steve, back on TC Live, taking you back to the start of the day one Labor Cup session. First match, Casper Ruud, Team Europe, world number two, coming off the U.S. Open final, playing Jack Sock. Still ranked outside of the top 25, but this was a tight battle, Riley. Yeah, very tight one. There is a lot of similarities between these two. Big forehands, both serve well. Um, uh, this match was so close, could have gone either way. That, uh, I mean, Jack Sox for him is one of the best in the world. And Casper's um, improved so much on hardcourt. Everyone always talked about him on clay. And now you don't get to number two in the world with only being good on one surface. Um, unbelievable drop set. So this would go to a 10-point match tie break. Jack Sox went out to a three lovely. Then what happened? <sighs> There's this, I mean, the overhead that is definitely, he's going to be scratching his head out all night. This point right here. I mean, that was just brutal. That was kind of the final blow for him. It didn't get over that. Casper went on a roll, won six points, I think, in a row after that, and, and that was it. Uh, he made up for it on the other end in the doubles, that's for sure. He played his heart out. That was a tough one for him. Casper, 2-0. Labor Cup singles put Team Europe out to the one nothing lead. Taking a look at our all-state match summary. Hit nearly 85% of his first serves in the first set. No break points in the second. Won 10 of the last 14 points in the match tiebreak. So up next, Stefano Sitsipas trying to get to 3-0 in Labor Cup singles play. Taking on Diego Schwartzman. Fourth meeting this year, Martina. The Greek star won the previous two in Monte Carlo and Cincinnati. Yeah, this is a tough court for Diego Schwartzman as he just really can't hit through the court. Uh, he can defend well, but the ball's bouncing too high for him to really get a good hit on the ball. And the, the high bouncing topspin from Tsitsipas is not user-friendly for him. And Stefanos was fired up after a weak performance at the US Open. He played really his best tennis here. Likes to set up his shots. And this is a nice little drop shot off an overhead. You don't see that very often, old school tennis. And Stefanos just moving really well. And again, Schwarzman just not enough to bother him with as uh, Stefano shows his athletic ability, they're making it look easy on that one. It's good stuff. Putting Team Europe out to a two-love lead after the day session. Sitsipas, the youngest of 29 players to defeat Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, and Novak Djokovic. He swept the big three before turning 21. That is amazing. That, well, nobody can do that again. No. That's just not playing anymore. So that is true. That's a record that will never be broken. Now, what a moment. So, Team Europe out to a 2-0 lead after the day session, but the night session, all about Roger Federer, really, but on the scoreboard, all about Team World as they knotted up, Riley, two apiece heading into day two. That's huge. I mean, as we know, in the past years, that has not been the case. So, they have a real shot at it this year. They set themselves up nice. What would you, you make of Alex Dimonor coming through against Andy Murray? 
That was a crazy match. The first set was an hour and a half almost. They didn't even play a tiebreaker. And then the way Demonar bounced back after, you know, the Team World bench had to clear out and get ready for the doubles match, it was kind of got quiet in there. And the way he fought and, and managed the energy of the match and his emotions was unbelievable. And that changed everything. I mean, being down 3-0 going into the last match with Federer and Rafa is not a fun, fun situation to be in. Obviously, with all the emotion involved there as well. Yeah, really impressive from Alex Diminar, as you said. The energy, I mean, if he had a great shot, you could hear a pin drop. And any shot that uh, that Team uh, Europe won, I mean, he really kept his set together. He's he's a really pro, pro's pro. He yes. works really hard at it, and he gets most of it out of his game. We'll see who's playing, who's playing tomorrow for Team World and Team Europe. In about an hour, they'll release the match schedule. We'll have that for you live during our San Diego coverage. Uh, what, what's it like when you're, you're finding out from, from Captain Mack whether or not you're going to play the next day? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you kind of talk about it a little bit going into it. I, I think Europe, it's easier for them to set their lineup, <laughs> right? They have the best guys, and, and Mack has to strategize with matchups and, and be more careful with, with what? I mean, when you have Novak, you can put him out in any environment, in any court, and I like your chances, and, and Mac's got to be calculated, and that's, that's tough. It's more stressful. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see who he's going to take. I would, I would expect Fritz, Felix to be in the mix, knowing that, you know, Novak's going to be playing. You need some guys with weapons. They couldn't have Medvedev, right, because he's Russian, is that it? No, they, they, have Russian, they, don't have, they have no Russians they, on the They don't the on this team. I mean, it's not yeah. it's okay, whoever it they happened. invite, right? Um, and Medvedev was in Mets and, and lost to Stan Wawrinka. But yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here we are celebrating Roger Federer, who ends his career with 20 major singles titles. We thought, you know, th that could be the record. It, it was 20-20-20 for a minute. Here is the all-time list. We got Martina on there with her 18. Chrissy as well. Margaret Court, 24. Serena Williams retiring or evolving, we shall say, with, with, with 23 majors. Steffi at 22. Martina, your thoughts looking at this? Well, uh, it's going to be hard for anybody to get to 18, never mind 24. So, yeah, this is an amazing list. And uh, uh, Steffi Graf, I think, perhaps could have gotten more had she not retired, but she did. And that's, that's where it ended up. And uh, Rogers. At 20, could have had 21. That match point at Wimbledon. I think he's going to be thinking about that one. But, uh, yeah, no regrets from anybody here, right? No. Uh, Rafa with 22. Novak with 21. He could certainly have a few more. Who do you think is going to be the next man or woman to, to have their face on that, on that list? The easy answer, I mean, obviously, Schwantek and Carlos, you know, but that's a tough list to be on. I don't. I want to put that pressure on, on anyone. I just enjoy watching them. I don't, I don't want to compare them to, to any of those players. I, Carlos is thrilling to watch. Uh, Schwantek's kind of set the bar pretty high right now in the WTA. She's the girl that that's, you got to go after, you got to beat. Um, she set the standard pretty high right now. And, I, yeah, I think it's a good time, an exciting time for tennis. I agree. She's got three. Carlos, Carlitos has one. Carlitos <laughs> has one, but he's the youngest number one of all time. Of all time. He's got a lot of time. But oh. still, at two a year, that takes nine years to get there, right? So it's, yeah. uh, it's a tall order. We've been watching this generation now. for more than two decades. It's, that's what's so incredible about all those players that we see on the list today. Roger Federer ending the career today, but what a career it was and what a night it was for Roger Federer. Hugs for everyone, including Mirka. From all of us at Tennis Channel, thank you, Roger, for being such a caretaker of our sport. Thank you for inspiring us all to be better, or should I say, betterer. 
You cannot spell perfect without RF. What a night and what a celebration for Roger Federer at the Labor Cup. We've got live tennis on the way in San Diego. Jensen Brooksby taking the court at the Barnes Tennis Center for Martina Navratilova and Riley Opelka. Great first TC Live, Riley. Thanks. I'm Steve Weissman. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's Jensen Brooksby and Christopher O'Connell. Men's quarterfinals in San Diego after a quick break.